Welcome to 3 d your source for great NBA talk from our spot here in the T-Dot. My name is Dave Levitt. That's the D. It's season two, baby. And here are this week's three. The Raptors are clearly rebuilding, so we give our thoughts about what we can safely look forward to with this season with the, a team that's in transition. We then look at big storylines from around the NBA where those might be going. And finally, we make some crazy hot take predictions for stuff that we think might happen this season in the NBA. Joining me as usual is the one, the only neighbor, Brandon. So sit back, relax, and let us walk you through the big three stories from around the association. Brandon. Hey, what's going on, brother? What is going on with you? We're back. Yeah, season two, we here. Unbelievably, someone said go, season two, and we were like, yeah, let's do that. We should do that again. <laughs> Delighting the tens of people across Canada who are enjoying this show. <laughs> Both of them. Both well, of them. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And not just ju- not just moms. Although oh, we're here. we're here for moms, too. We're here for the moms. Wait, oh. that's not. That sounds a lot creepier than. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a different podcast. You can join us on Three and D. <laughs> anyway, we'll move on. <laughs> we'll move on quickly before season two gets canceled. Before we get into season two. Yeah, right? exactly. How are you feeling about this season? Before we jump into the topics and the questions, how are you feeling, man? I, I, you know, it's the seventy fifth an, uh, anniversary season of the NBA. They got a couple of you know special things planned up. You know tricks for the uh, up their sleeve but how are you feeling going into the season are you excited are you kind of like man whatever i'm um, actually you... pretty pumped for this season um not just for the home team but all over i, I want to see there's so many storylines going on this year in the nba and i just want to see how they resolve how they come together how you know different things progress i'm excited to see a few teams uh namely the bulls uh okay. really fun this year uh, the Hornets look really good, and I just want to see. Like, I w- can you elaborate on what the NBA has? Like, what what are they gonna do? Like, you mentioned a few things up their sleeve. Well, I know the NBA is gonna. You know, it's the 75th anniversary. From what I mean, some of the things they said they're gonna keep, but like they're um, and they'll probably not to that. But like, you know, there's specialty games. There's you know the, the, the diamond anniversary, new uniforms are coming yeah. out. Uh, I heard they're gonna announce the. You remember uh, in the 50th season. They end to 50 greatest players. They're going to do the same thing. They're going to name the top 75 players of all time in the NBA. Oh, okay. We, you know, when we get closer to that announcement, which I think is going to be around February, closer to uh, the traditional all-star break, that kind of time, you mm. know, the, all the living guys will all be out there, you know. Um, so that'd be good to see. Uh, and, you know, you and I'm sure you, me, and uh, all the other fun guests we have on the show will uh, – <laughs> we'll we'll probably get into it, right? We'll probably get yeah, into we'll it. Down, yeah. One or two, one or two debates. I don't think there's a clear seventy-five. People were like, "Yeah, for sure." Yeah. Um, and then we'll get into you know, like so those kinds of things are going to be fun. Um, the NBA couldn't pull it off. I know they wanted to, but they couldn't pull off uh, getting that in-season tournament that they that they wanted to do. Right, um, right, right. I'm yeah. sure that's. I'm sure that we'll hear a lot of talk about that coming up. Yeah. You know, it's clear the NBA model is looking to be some kind of like hybrid between traditional North American sports, which is, you know, we grind through as many regular season games as possible. And then whoever's still alive can, can go play in the playoffs. Um, and they're looking at probably a little bit more like the European model. Cause you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. More, I think one of the things, and you know, we'll get into all these storylines, um, but this one doesn't really fit. So I, I'm glad you brought it up. I am going to be watching over this season and the next couple seasons, the Europeanization. Is that a word? Yeah, that's we made it up. We can do that. Um, the Europeanization of the NBA because I'm right. a global sort of feel because you know in season tournaments, different championship cups uh, going around, those kinds of things. I don't think we'll ever get to relegation because there's just too much money. That was the first thing on my mind. <laughs> relegation. Yeah, because well, there's a few teams that could be relegated. Oh, for oh sure. yeah, we're looking at you, Orlando Magic. Send the magic down. Bring up the nine hundred five. That's it. <laughs> uh, Maybe not uh, this year's nine hundred five, but you know. Con- no, yeah. yeah. Continuing, <laughs> continuing our ongoing love and support um, for the Orlando Magic here on Three D. Yeah, yeah. You, can send, you can send that shitty team down. Same thing, uh, you know, like uh, 
that would actually be the only thing that would make Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City would have to trade places with Duke. I think that's the way it works. Duke would get to play in the NBA as college yeah. kids. <laughs> Oklahoma City can go play Division Two because really that's that's what they're looking at more and more. Yeah. All right. You want to jump right into the topics? Let's jump right in. Let's go ahead. Okay. So I want to start local because, uh, you know, you're a Scarborough guy. I'm a Scarborough guy. Uh, the Raptors finally have a local guy in, uh, in uh, Banton. Yeah. Let's have a look a little bit about the Raptors team in general. And by the way, just before we jump into that, I wanted to point out, I know that everyone's excited. And I think, you know, we are on one level excited that a, that a kid from Toronto has made it. Uh, to the Raptors and looks like he's going to be a contributor, which is kind of cool. First Canadian drafted, all that stuff. But as a Scarborough guy, Brandon, were you not a little, just a, just a, just a tiny bit, like a, like a smidge, like a tiny, like a, like, a, like a little wedge. Aren't you a little pissed that it's a, a West End guy, not a, not a Scarborough guy? <laughs> Listen, I'm just happy for the kid. He's from Rexdale, you know what I mean? He's, he's coming yeah. from like a, a lower... Uh, uh, social economic yeah. uh, rung on the ladder, you know what I mean. So I'm happy to see him succeed, but yeah, you know what? I am a little bit salty. But like, <laughs> we didn't really have anybody from the East End here that has that has been notable as of late. Yeah, no, you I know? got you. I got you. I mean, here's the thing, right? He 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 went and uh, I I actually think the kid looks good. I like like I think he's done. So I had never. Uh, Honest truth, I had no idea who he was. You know, oh, I'm, same, I know, same, I know same. you do because you're a huge New Mexico State basketball guy. Oh, like, absolutely, he, biggest, ro- <laughs> biggest New Mexico fan here. <laughs> so I, I know you were all about buddy. it, but like, <laughs> yeah. But uh, in truth, I didn't, I didn't know anything about him. I was like, oh. so then I started watching some some tape, and I was like, okay. And then I went back, and they had some clips. They showed some clips of him on. Um, on the sports stations, talking, you know, showing even his BioSteel game, like his all Canadian game. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this, this guy, he's been like this this whole time. Once yeah. I honestly think once he figures out, um, I don't want to say the rhythm, but like the pace of the game, once he figures out the NBA pace, because it's not always, you know, 100 miles an hour, which he's kind of going in the, in the preseason, I think, yeah. I think they got a steal. I really do. Absolutely, because he's got length. He can handle the ball. He has pretty good court vision. Yep. He's athletic. Um, I just want him to work on his defense, I think, yeah. and develop an outside shot. Him yeah. and Scotty both. You know? Well, and there and there's the thing. So last thing, last mention about uh, Banton, unless he comes up, but uh, he he he's number forty five uh, because yeah. of the bus that he took. Right. That's what he. That's what he's. That's the story that he's. he's oh, okay, 40, okay. Forty five because of that was the the Kipling bus that he took. Now. You and I are both up in the North Scarborough part of town. Mm-hmm. Literally, you're my neighbor. So, you know, I'm like, what? <laughs> um, would you be the 30? Sorry, well, I, I missed that. I, you got cut out for a second. No, no, no worries. What I'm saying is you and I live on the same in North Scarborough. And, I, and then I realized yeah, yeah, yeah. we don't live in North Scarborough. We live literally side by side. Like our houses yeah. are literally yeah. five feet. Um, Banton's number 45 because of the bus. Right. Would you be number thirty six if you were drafted to the after named after the Finch bus? They okay. So on our street, there used to be a bus that came down our street, the thirty six D. Yeah, man. Oh. Before, like so before the thirty six. So there it is. There it is. Brandon in in retro draft. Brandon's gonna go back and get the purple dinosaur jersey with a thirty six on it. Yeah. Right. Yo, I'll put a 36B. Like I was, I'll put 36B. That's the main, <laughs> that's the bus route that came down this street. Like, yeah. oh, that was a time. I'm telling you, <laughs> good times. Okay, speaking of the bus, who's going to be driving it this year? Is this Fred's team now? This is Fred's team, 100. Um, Fred is the leader. Uh, OG. Well, as far as Siakam is going to be up for, you know, I think at least four to six weeks mm. still. Mm-hmm. Uh, OG is going to be the guy, the scorer, and his preseason numbers have been insane. Sixty-nine percent true shooting. He's like, he's creating his own shot now. It's insane. What? Yeah. How watching, far away he's come. We're watching but, him. You know, you're 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 a video game guy. You remember back in the old days, the uh, Super Mario, where he uh, he eats the mushroom and he gets all like. That's what happened. This is what happened. We're literally watching him like. Uh, every time I see him 
take the take the ball on the on the drive and then pull up. I just hear that that ding 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 ding. ding. <laughs> it's Super Mario sounds. He's got the time. star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, he sorry, ate some magic mushrooms and achieved Nirvana. So he's yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, yeah. I'm excited to see OG as a as a creator this year. Um, you know, so yesterday I don't know if you heard, but uh, Ish Wainwright was uh, yeah. waived. Yeah, Pouring and out for Ish, everyone, everyone loved Ish. Yeah, I he he was by far the most jacked guy on the team. I'm like, yo, that oh, guy, he can yeah. pick up Dwight Howard, just move him out of the way. <laughs> but um, Sam Decker is now the last spot, yeah. as per Blake Murphy, right? So, well, and 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 Isaac Bonga, Isaac Bonga, yeah, 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 those two guys. Which I, I guess would... we're going, we're really going down a uh, development road here. If we, yeah. if we took Bongo over Wainwright, but I, I don't get I'm not I'm not surprised. I, to be to be honest, Sam Decker landing that a spot on the team I think was you know all but guaranteed because he has one he's he's six six he can shoot and they signed into a, a rather substantial deal. Yeah, you know, so like he was he was going to make this team. He you know now. We well, I'm sure. Him. I'm sure. Um, you know him cooking Kyle Kuzma for ten oh, minutes straight. Yeah. yeah, the yeah. Other day. I don't know if you watched. Did you watch that game? I did. I did watch that one. Like the ball fake and the dunk oh, on Kuzma. Was, it, Get it was, out of here. Kuzma's good. trash. Go back home. Oh. <laughs> the thing no, is, but he, Sam Decker was really on fire. Yeah, and I mean, listen, there's all kinds of things with Sam Decker's personality and the social stuff about you know the Trump like and whatever. I, I'm not here to apologize for that because I don't. It's not really something to apologize for, um, yeah. And nor some of his views that were expressed. But you got to give a chance to a guy that hopefully the you know, and I trust Masai and Bobby and and, uh, and the, Nick Nurse and his staff that they figured it out, right? Like they're not going to keep a guy around who's an asshole just because no. he can shoot threes. We can yeah. teach guys threes. We know that. What's surprising to me is that Ish got cut given that he is so clearly um, a professional, uh, like a professional guy. Like he, he carries himself really well. He's good in the locker room. Summer yeah. League, you know, if you want further proof that summer league doesn't mean nothing, then Ish, Ish Wainwright coming out of summer league looks like a lock, a lock to make this team. Right. He was, I think, I think his age worked against him. And, and that's where it is. I think that's, and to your point about development, they're like, well, we can spend the, the effort and resources into this guy, or maybe we'll turn Bonga into something. Yeah. You know, and it's too bad, but there's a lot, there's some open roster spots. Hopefully he'll, uh, he'll land somewhere. I saw someone suggest Houston as a landing spot for him because he'd be a good, um, again, a guy Houston, who, Houston needs vets. Well, and also a guy who's going to, who's going to show you, you know, so teach some of your kids how to be proper and probably going to keep hold them uh, accountable. Right. Yeah, you you need like two. You need a babysitter for Kevin Porter Jr. all the time. <laughs> it's absolutely true. Uh, look for Adventures and Babysitting Threes down Ish Wainwright and Kevin Porter Jr. Yeah, exactly. Disney Plus. <laughs> let's be honest, that won't be a Disney show if, if it's Kevin Porter. No, Jr. definitely not. No, that's de- that's definitely a straight up Netflix show. HBO R rated. <laughs> you know. That's the thing. Oh. Is I wonder, like I'm looking at teams like that, and we'll we'll uh, I'll, I'll jump back to the Raptors in a second. But like I'm looking at a team like that, and they cut Dante Exum today, um, which again he's not going to move the needle. Dante Exum's you know all promise, no no finish. Yeah, you know, um, my my friend used to call that uh, guys like that. He's like that guy's Amish furniture. I said, what do you mean Amish furniture? He goes all wood, no finish. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that's, right. That's uh, good. I like that. I like yeah, that. Yeah. His game is like Amish furniture. Um, so the thing is, it's guys like like teams like that. You cannot have it just be on Steven Silas and the guys. And you had a leader in John Wall. Not get it. I don't think John Wall is, is the end all be all. And certainly, you know, they they're moving on, and I I get it. But when you say yeah. John Wall's not going to even be with the team, he's going to practice, but he's not going to travel. He's not going to go with the team. He's not going to play games. John Wall can't pull aside up Kevin Porter Jr. or a. Uh, or Jalen Green and say, "Hey, this is the way to do it," because you ain't there. Yeah. You know I mean? And if you're not gonna have guys in there now, again, DJ Augustine. If you're counting on DJ Augustine to be, you know, the vocal leader, then you know. By the way, you can talk to the last 800 teams he's played for in the NBA. He's not that guy. 
Yeah, had a cup of coffee with the Raptors. Raptors. He's but he listen that first game in the championship run. He he went. He, he killed it. Wild. DJ Michael Jordan Augustine. Yeah, and then well then and then the next day everyone went wait hold on. I actually think the DJ Augustine should get shouldn't get a ring, but he should get like a certificate of of thanks and maybe like a gift card to Real Sports because that's the game afterwards. You know that Kawhi Leonard tumbled everyone aside and went like we are not fucking going out to DJ Augustine. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, this year's team, this is Fred's team, we said that. You mentioned OG um, and, and the leaps and bounds that he's making. Um, I don't think it's fair to put the pressure on OG. Like some people are saying that this is, you know, he's going to break out and, you know, he's a 25. No. OG and OB is going to give you good, good defense. His offensive game, you know, has grown every year. And last year, I think it was like 15 or 16 points a game. So I, I think a realistic goal for him is 20. 20, yeah, twenty. So, so the meantime, as as long as Siak comes out, he's got to get at least twenty. Oh yeah. Well, you're gonna feed minimum. Him. You're gonna feed. Yeah. Him. You mentioned Scotty Barnes. I think Scotty Barnes. Um, like we mentioned, Delano Batten's game and how he, outside game and uh, Scotty Barnes is just that. The difference between him and Banton, uh, obviously, besides the the, you know, the paycheck and number four, um, Barnes can, right now can guard legit guard the best player on someone else's team. Yeah. Like, like, and, like and he does he does it without fouling, which is yeah, phenomenal which is, for a rookie. Yeah. Well, especially he's he there's a maturity to his defensive game where he understands how to position himself. Yeah, right? he's he's talking on the floor, he's telling guys where to go. And keep in mind this is a rookie. I'm yeah. I'm very excited. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's his, his um his passing, his his court vision and ability to make a pass. Yeah. Is yeah, I've that, never seen that like that. Like that, aside from like, you know, like a, a rookie like Lamelo Ball or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, Scotty Barnes can can find guys yeah. in their spots. Absolutely. And it's 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 just the only thing that's kind of lacking is his uh, jump shot. But you know what I mean? That can be worked on, as yeah. we said. Well, you know, I'm not I'm not worried about jump shots. I'm not worried about things. He the kid just turned twenty. He's yeah. in the hands, you know. Um, People who you know there, there was a bit of turnover in in in, uh, in the coaching staff this year. They brought in some some different guys, but the guy I'm most excited about is they brought in Earl Watson. Yeah, that's your guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like Earl Watson a lot as a coach. I think he kind of got a um, handed a shit sandwich when he took over Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that that team wasn't where they were, but I you know. He got he was there and Booker Booker said it himself. It was Booker's rookie scene. Like I, you know, like Coach Coach Watson taught me how to you know how to be a pro, how to go, how to do, how to get after it. I like Earl Watson on this team, on this staff a lot because it allows them to have another guy with head coaching experience, which in the Nick Nurse era we haven't had. We haven't had a, a former head coach come back, right? And as much as um, that sounds, you know silly you need two head coaches you do you need guys who've been who've been in that seat before who know when to push when not when to how to get after guys how to how to see what you know the overall view look there's a big difference between sitting in the in the in the seat next to the head coach and becoming the head coach and you can just ask nate bjorkman how that shines yeah together. yeah, and, you know, yeah. Coach, right it I'm doesn't not, work like bjorkman um trust me i can dump on uh, on a lot of guys I don't think it was, you know, it was a terrible hire at the time. I think it just didn't work out because I think again the transition from being the assistant coach to the to the head coach is different. So when you go back to become an assistant, you know what it's like. You know, you know how to manage guys a little differently. It's it's yeah. it's, cool. it's cool. So on this Raptor team, who are you most excited to see? Who are you most excited to to watch? Uh, this year, yeah, I would say Achua, Achua or Barnes. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like I, I, we we haven't had a player that's as dynamic as Scotty Barnes or Precious Achua in their respective positions. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, a guy like uh, who, like Boucher, Chris Boucher was great for us, but he wasn't the guy that could, you know, put a body on someone and yeah. then. Well, flash the ball and then yeah. fake and then go like yeah uh, Achua has that like that just that old school inside big man touch you know what I mean mm-hmm. but 
there is a few things he could work on, but I, I, I don't know. I just excited to see what he can do. Well, I was what so what I was really impressed with him, and I'm I'm a hundred percent in on on those two choices. I um, you know, I was gonna be trying you know be slick and be like, no man, I can't wait to see Yuta Watanabe come come off and pick, give us those seven hustle minutes. But, yeah, and and I am I like Yuta. I'm not I'm not here to dump on him, but like oh no, same thing for sure. Achua, Achua and uh, and Barnes Barnes is the obvious one. Precious Achua to me is really interesting because they have let him. He, he, he's been leading the break. He's grabbing the rebound and then leading the break himself. Like, what? Your sender, your five man is doing this? Yeah. You know? And it's one thing you're like, okay, your sender does it because, you know, you've got, you know, I don't know, I'm trying to think of someone who's like, like, like a Giannis, right? Like, who's not really a sender, but as big as a sender. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. Kind of um, Achua, what, why I was most impressed with is he's actually a really good passer in transition. Yeah, like he, may not, he may not see the double team to be able to pass out of a bit. Oh my goodness, can he? Can that kid um, run the break? He does give up a little bit of size to like traditional bigs, but he does. He like he did a really good job against Embiid defensively. Yeah, but Embiid's gonna do Embiid things. Oh so yeah, exactly. Which just leads, force force him into a jump shot. That's it. Which, which yeah, which leads us away from the Raptors and into the bigger thing, which is topic number two. Which is what storylines are you most excited about? And I have to say, I know what I kind of where you're going with, where you're gonna go with this, but I wanna mm-hmm. I wanna tee it up. I'm just like the softball pitch. I'm just lobbing it up there. Don't whiff. <laughs> no pressure. Well, we all there's only two things we're gonna talk about. Right, exactly. Right? The first one to me, the bit the biggest thing NBA wise is the Ben Simmons saga. Right? Present. His whole I don't even know what to call. It. What's the word? It, it, a cacophony of bullshit. Yeah. Um, since the end of the playoffs last year, so that's the first topic. Awesome. The second one is more of a political. Um, and we'll get to that one. Let's let's, let's, yeah, let's, let's dive right into this. To the uh, as you said, the cacophony of bullshit that is the Ben Simmons saga. And it, listen, I don't blame it completely on Ben Simmons, although Ben Simmons, you 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 own a lot of it. You know, it's the whole Daryl Morey, Doc Rivers, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, Real Housewives of Philadelphia bullshit that's going on, man. It's horrible. It's ridiculous. So my, my thinking on this, and I mean, you jump in on this whenever you want, but like yeah, my yeah. thinking on this is that this should have, look, the minute he didn't take that dunk, they should Daryl Morey should have been on the phone with Clutch Sports and been like, yep. Find five teams where I get this, where I get this deal. I'm gonna work my guys. You're gonna work your guys. We're gonna get this done because this shit is done, right? Like, agreed, hundred percent, hundred percent. So why in hell are we pretending like this is like? Oh, well, they had a meeting with him, and they they flew out to Los Angeles, and they they sat down, and Joel Embiid comes out and is like, no, we don't dislike him. We we bullshit, bullshit. You you don't like him. You don't want to play with him. The process is over. It... Yeah. I I just I don't. Know. Yeah. I was going to say. It makes very angry. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, I, I want to hear your take on it. But to, to, honestly and truly, if if you really think you're going to get Bradley Beal or Damian Lillard straight up. For Ben Simmons and you know your second round pick in 2029, you need to pass what you're smoking. Yeah, this is apparent rumors. You know, I'm not in those rooms. You're not in those rooms. The rumor that I heard is that they were offered CJ McCollum, um, Anthony, Anthony, whatever his name is, Simons, Anthony, Anthony Simons, yeah, Anthony Simons, and uh, two picks. A first round this year and a future, you know, top three protected future first for Ben Simmons. They could have made that deal. They could have made that deal in in like August first. And they're like, no, 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 no. So I don't get. I don't. I don't understand that. You make that deal seven days a week. Ben Simmons is done in Philadelphia. You take that deal. Why don't Ben Simmons is done? He's done. Like what? Can you imagine him starting a game? October twentieth, 
and just getting can you imagine what Philly fans are gonna do to him? Oh man, it's ridiculous. Like you're oh god, it's 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 just painful. Like the self-awareness is just zero on his part. Uh, well, you know? he, so you read that report this week, right? That he that they went back and now he's you know basically he's he, he lost his bonus. They, they're like, We're not paying him his bonus. And he Absolutely. Like, oh. He's like, I don't care about the money. And then a day later that he's like, the reports are that Ben Simmons is negotiating a return to the team. Yeah, because the dude wants his, his dough. Yeah. Like, don't talk to me about not wanting – don't talk to me about this is about principles. Don't talk to me about I need a fresh start and I'll do anything to get a fresh – no, 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 no. You want to leave Philadelphia, but you want to have all your money. You signed a big-ass contract. You didn't want to do the work on how to improve your shot. You didn't want to put in the work this summer to you know try and maybe mend fences with your teammates because you know you signed a giant-ass deal that's guaranteed and they control your fate. It's just all around. Like, what are you guys doing? And you have, and if I'm a Philly fan and I'm not, uh, but if I'm a Sixers fan, I'm pissed too. And not just at, at Simmons. I'm, I'm pissed at the whole situation because we have a team that's legitimately can say, and it's one of the few teams in the, in the league, I think that can say this. We have a legitimate shot at winning a championship this year. What are you doing? You may not be able yeah. to get Damian Lillard. Maybe Damian Lillard never wants to leave Portland. What are you doing? You know what, Dave? Uh, four years ago, didn't I tell you? I said yeah. Ben Simmons is not the guy. Yeah, you did. I told he listen. This this is the same guy that phoned it in at LSU. You know, he he did literally fuck all in college. Yeah, and then. Just walked on to the NBA, got drafted, and then got walk, like walked on to the to a very promising team, mm-hmm. and just squandered that opportunity. Well, and the thing about that's it, on him. Yeah, no, that is completely on him. And here's the here's the biggest thing, right? Um, he is. If you look at his resume on paper, you're like defensive player of the year finalist. Uh, multiple-time All-Star, Rookie of the Year, all the, all these things, right? Now, I, I always think that Rookie of the Year um, is one of those things where it's like, okay, great, so you had a good first year relative to the expectations that we had and relative to your uh, to your draft class, right? Like that's that's yeah. it's that's not that's not the same as as like a defensive player of the year where it's everybody's eligible or MVP, which is like you know the entire league. You and he's. I'm not going to sit here and say he's not a, uh, a good player. He's a very good player. No, he's and, a very good player. But, but nobody's he, arguing. It's just his the th- between yeah. the years. It's just it's not there. That listen, you can have all these accolades and everything, and it don't mean shit if you don't win. Well, and it don't mean shit if you you know if you're not trying to get better. The, exactly. Uh, Pascal Siakam is an example here. Uh, Demar Derozan is another example here. Because um, you mentioned the Bulls, and I, and I want to touch on that before we get to the politics thing. Um, but Ben Ben Simmons is not doing what those guys do, which is that you go in the summer and you take time in summer and you take one aspect of your game. No one's asking you to, to you know, jumpstart like all 700 categories of statistics. No, no, take one thing, work on your game. I remember one year DeMar came back, he put on a bit of weight, and he said, I'm going to work on my post game. He's going to have the little shimmy. And he added that little shimmy in that little, you know, corner. Yeah, I know game. exactly what you're talking about. That, that year, his footwork was elite. It was ridiculous, right? He worked elite. on in the past couple of seasons, we don't, we don't hear about it as much because he was in San Antonio, but DeMar has become a, a really good passer. Yeah. Really, he's worked on score vision. He's working on, on, how to, on how to set guys up. Even his three-point shot, which, you know, which has always been a suspect, at least he's added a little more to that, uh, that to his game. Yeah. Pascal, same thing. I mean, Pascal Siakam came in with not, ne- not nearly the same level of polish or, uh, let's just say, God-given basketball refined basketball talent as Ben Simmons but uh, you could argue now that Pascal Siakam has passed Ben Simmons in the development phase because is he the same defender no but he's pretty good Mm -hmm. he can shoot threes he can shoot from all over the court which Ben Simmons you can't say that he you know he's is he as good a passer as Ben Simmons no but is but I trust him to get in the lane and and be able to dish things off yeah you know, straight you up. The, the simplest things, like a, yeah. a stop and pop. Yeah. I've. How many times have you seen Ben Simmons do that? Like a couple times, and did he make them? Probably not. 
And now he wants to go to a team, and this is the report that came out, that he wants to go to a team where he can, A, quote, make mistakes. Okay, dude, but, like, if you're being paid $140 million over five years, those mistakes better be minor, number one. Number two, if you're going to a team where he wants the offense built around him, bro, if the offense is built around you, you got to shoot. That's the, 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 this is basketball. Yeah. This is the yeah. modern NBA where the three-point means everything. Everything. And yeah. I'm enough with that Ben Simmons guy. Before we jump into the other one, which I'm, you know, I'm warming up the roaster right now. You know, the old Ron Popeil said it and forget it. Is it <laughs> warming up as we speak. Yeah. Um, let's talk like two seconds about the Bulls. You've mentioned the Bulls as the team that you're really excited to, to, to watch. I think I am too. I'm coming around to it. At the time, I was like, man, I don't know about this. But the more and more I see highlights and things, I, I'm, I'm there. What, what, what draws you to the Bulls? Um, Lonzo Ball and Zach Levine's pass, uh, Lonzo Ball's passing and Zach Levine's athleticism. Mm. Like, and there's a, there's a lot on the line for these guys too because it's Levine's last year in Chicago. Well, not last year, last contract year in Chicago. Yeah, right. I I think he has an option for next year, but I'm not too sure about that. Oh, he's but, not, not, you know, this is this is the breaking news right now. Zach Levine is going to go to free agency. Oh, a oh, big shocker! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, but, uh, you know, when it comes, like, DeRozan's there, uh, Caruso, the Caruso. The Caruso, that dunk the other night, did you? (laughs) He went off. He got off. Shades of Magic Johnson, this guy, like, holy. Oh, my goodness. He he went off and got that dunk with two hands. And, uh, if you haven't seen it, and, uh, I recommend the the audience look it up, too. You can find it on YouTube. Just look at, um, Caruso dunk, um. Uh, oh my gosh! The 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 home the on broadcast team, they lost it. They lost it. They lost it. Lost it. It was honestly. I thought I, I thought about cutting it together with like one of those um, South American uh, soccer announcements. No! no! <laughs> they went crazy for his dunk. Yeah, and don't forget Vucevic is still there, right? Like they still got Nikolai Vucevic. They got no yeah. Dean. There's no D yeah. in Chicago. But it's going to be fun to watch, you're sure. They're going to score, you know, 150 points a game, but they're going to allow 149. So you got to, that's all, that's their, that's their game plan. Their game plan. Yeah. Uh, Just score yeah. the other guys. It's like the Maple Leafs, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Billy Donovan, Billy Donovan right now in Chicago is like, okay, guys, when you were, were there's this thing called defense, the other side of the ball. When you don't have the ball, okay, coach, I'm waiting for the pass. No, no, the other team has the ball. Okay. Okay, coach, what do you want us to do? I want you to just get make down, sure put it your doesn't arms go in wide like this. <laughs> uh, Fundamentals of defense, right? They'll be the uh, they're breaking out the video yeah. right now. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get into the other one. You know, we're all set. It's obviously we're talking about Kyrie Irving and uh, and the vaccination status. I want to stay be be clear. I don't have a problem with Kyrie not being vaccinated. That's a choice. I don't have a problem with it. You make a choice. Here or there. Etan Thomas, the former uh, NBA player who's turned into a phenomenal uh, columnist. Um, and if you don't follow him on Twitter, you can look him up. Etan, E-T-A-N, Thomas. He said a great thing uh, very early in the, in the pandemic. Not about this, but he said it. And he said, listen, you're free. everyone has freedom of choice. You can choose not to do that, but you don't have freedom of consequences. Mm-hmm. You're not free of the consequences. And I don't have a problem with him not getting vaccinated. And if that's his choice, you want to do that. But the consequence of that is you don't get to play NBA basketball. That's it. That's just that's just the way it is. Straight up and down. You but know? So you see where, where I have a problem with this is yeah. when he says, I don't agree with people losing jobs to mandates. Right. right? Yeah. That's true. People have lost jobs because they refuse uh-huh. to get this vaccine. Right. But people have also died because yes. of COVID. Yes. Your coworkers, Carl yes. Anthony Towns, has lost a parent to this thing. Two. You know what I mean? He's so got he six family members, Towns has. Six, six family His Well, his mother, like, closely, right? Yeah. For, like, yeah, six for, members of his family? Yes. That's like, yo, I'm all for, you know, I understand Kyrie's his own guy. He's, he's always had his way of looking at things. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But... 
when it comes to certain, you get your head out of your ass and stop spouting off on this horse shit. When you listen, when you have guys like Marcus Morris and Steven Jackson backing you up, backing up your stance, you know, maybe it's time to, like, mm, let me reconsider what I'm saying here. And when Donald Trump Jr. is like retweeting shit you say yeah. and Ted Cruz and all those right wing idiots, like, yeah. Yeah. No. Well, when Ted Cruz says, you know, I stand with Kyrie Irving, then Kyrie Irving's gonna be like, "Yo, I gotta sit down." Like, bro, I, uh, uh, let me uh, <laughs> let me re- let me let me check myself here. And it's it's so you know, Dave. I I spoke with about this with my brother in laws the other day. I said it's hilarious to me and kind of sad because he's being put on a pedestal by all these right wing yes. talking heads. Yes. You know what I mean? I was and, talking about the same thing. I was saying yeah. the same thing. I like I said. I don't have. I don't want anyone on the left or the right to to take Kyrie to, to the woodshed for a choice that's personal. And then again. We wouldn't know it if people didn't keep asking him, right? Like, someone asked him about his vaccination status. He said, I'm not talking about it. And that's fine. Yeah. But don't pretend like this is a stand. You're stand. I'm here to stand up because I don't want people to lose. Just shut up. No, it, it's not. It's, you're not about that. You're about yourself and you're about, you're about whatever horseshit that you've read. I don't have a problem if that's even your reason. But, like, stop asking. He, the other thing is uh, I have a little bit of a problem with the media. Stop asking him. Even Steve Nash said, I'm done. Don't ask me any questions about it. Yeah, it's done. I don't blame him. Moving on. Moving on. I don't have... And <laughs> now, Kyrie Irving is, you know, famously, you know, the flat earth guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just a flat circle. We all live in a pancake, um, apparently. And uh, this is also a guy, though, I, I... I don't know how to say this, but, you know, so he has come and he has said that he... Uh, I believe he's, he's, he's a Muslim. Is he not? He, he he's a Muslim. I think he yeah he does follow the nation of Islam. Or something. Right, right. So he so he is so he converted and and uh, I believe early on in his career and, and fine, but then he was also saying that he was um, uh, native. Uh, he was he was because he was saging the court right. He he was burning sage one one time yeah. pregame, and someone asked him about. It. He said, "Well, it's because of my my um, my native history, my native uh, American history." Uh, what? What's going on now? Like, uh, yeah, I think. I, look, explore I, your identity. Do your thing, man. Go for it. You be you. I don't care. Wear purple socks. I don't. I don't give a shit. You know, like I don't care. But like, it seems to me that Kyrie is picking and choosing things because he does. Kyrie, listen, he does. I'll give him credit. He does. You know, uh, show out when it comes time for you know social justice. You know what I mean. He, I mean, remember the bubble? He was the guy who was against the exactly, bubble. Right. exactly. He didn't want to play that one game uh, right. against uh, Milwaukee. No, yeah, no, no, no. no. He was. He what was, am I talking? Anyway, yeah, no, but and, he, um, and he's paid look, for scholarships for people, and he's, he yeah, of, he's done a lot of great things for his community. Absolutely, right? But look, man, you can't have it both ways. Like, you can't be like, yeah, I. His main thing, Dave, is what what pisses me off is like he's getting paid to do a job, right? You have to do things for your job for yourself for that job. Yeah, like I said, he didn't I, show up to his job for months at a time last year, yeah, last season. That's true, Dave. I can't not go to work for three months <laughs> straight. I can't do that. Granted. No. You know, it's a apples and oranges here, but no, but it's from but a it's, basic point of view. No, it's not. Get it so, together. And and look, uh, we criticize athletes in general when they are not when they're when like, oh my god, they just say the same thing. Oh, I'm gonna give the hundred ten percent. You know, me and my teammates, we, uh, we, you know, in the fourth quarter, we uh, we were down and uh, nobody believed in us, but uh, but we believe in this team, like all that, you know. So I'm glad Kyrie is out there and and saying, you know being his own guy i am i really am but you're not free of consequences yeah you're not free of consequences i'm sorry when you go on instagram live and you have a hundred thousand people watching your instagram live by the way also taking away from the WNBA final which is some 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 bs there but oh, that was stupid yeah that was selfish that was really selfish but when you know when you when you've got a hundred thousand people logging in I'll say, and let's just say we'll throw the first 50,000 out, uh, just looky-loos who just are like, oh man, Carmi's going to go crazy. Let's watch this. 
They're not. You still have, like, that's still 50,000 people who are tuning in to be like, what is he saying? What is he doing? And you need to say repeatedly, full throat, full voice, and say, this is my choice. I'm not saying this right for everybody. I'm not here to say it, but I personally don't want to talk about this anymore. I'm done with it. I made my choice. I'll live with the consequences. That's all you got to do. Yeah. All you yeah. Gotta do. Um, and to your point about not showing up for work, like it's not just that you, you didn't go. Like if you had called into work and said, listen, I can't come in for the next three months. I have to find myself. They'd be like, cool. Find yourself another job. Yeah. <laughs> didn't even call. He just, yeah, he just, just, he just ghosted. Even even Dennis Rodman in the last dance was like, Coach, I need to get out of here, man. I'm great, I'm all crazy. And he's like, All right, take a day or two. Sure enough, he shows up on, you know, like WrestleMania and and you know, he's in Vegas with, you know, six hundred girls and you know, whatever. Yeah. At least, at least he was talking to his team because he, you know, has current. I don't care if Kyrie Irving plays basketball. Which is not to say I don't love I think Kyrie Irving is a phenomenal player and maybe has the best handle in the NBA. Yeah. Right. What that guy can do with the basketball is incredible. And I don't expect him to just be a basketball player. Do you know, like I'm not, I'm not here going to be talking with that lady on Fox news and she's like, just shut up and dribble. I'm not here yeah. to say it at all, but you know, NBA press stopped following him around and asking him questions. And Kyrie just, you know, just own your choice. You did it. it you know, we heard you. Thank you. Move on. We'll talk to you. If you want to go and, talk and be, a, be a leader, a social activist, go do that. That's fine. And we will talk to you about those issues in that forum. But I, have yeah. to, I just, I have a problem right now with Kyrie Irving being able to essentially um, be the center of the basketball conversation. And you're taking away from the 14 guys on your team. You're taking away from the league as a whole. To talk about this issue, it's an important issue. I understand, I get it, but the league is, the league has made it pretty clear where they stand. Your team has made it pretty clear where you, they, where they stand, and you made it clear where you stand. So why are we still going on about this? It, it doesn't make sense. It really doesn't. Like I mean, it's, it's, he's not a child either. He's a grown no. ass man. So, <laughs> you know, I... no. Let's be fun. There's just, there's some funny stuff about this. Like all that all that serious and stuff. This is this is some pretty funny stuff. This is from the man. You know, anyone who's in, who's who was like, hmm, why is Kyrie questioning science? From the man who brought you flat Earth. Yeah. <laughs> from the man who um, I've, he had another really like a really a real like gem, and I'm blanking on it now that I was talking about. But like this guy is clearly not a big science guy. However. It's amazing to me that he, he, he trusted doctors to fix his knee twice to, you know, the sports scientists and nutritionists to get him healthy, you know, all that stuff. That's cool. But if yeah, that's- it's, it's weird how that uh, cognitive dissonance goes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know what? And, and in fairness, it's not just Kyrie. It, I mean, Bradley Beal said something the other day too, where he was like, why am I? Why would I go and take a vaccine? They said it's going to get rid of COVID. Don't get rid. Of, I, I could still have COVID. I mean, all it does is stop us from getting really sick and dying. Yeah, that's the, the point. Get- <laughs> oh my God! It just it, you know what? I've had this conversation with people, um, in my personal life, and I'm just like, that's the point. You're not supposed to get super sick, but that then it's like, oh, but I can still pass it along. It's like yes, but you will not end up in the hospital. On a ventilator, you know what I mean. But it, it seems to just go over people's heads. It, whatever. I, I don't, Dave. I've had this argument with people thousands of times. I'm, I'm not talking about this shit anymore. No, we're done. We're done. Yeah. Especially on the show when we're going to talk about some 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 fun stuff in, in the NBA, which starts up Tuesday night. Uh, Brooklyn, Milwaukee is, uh, and then uh, Wednesday the full schedule kicks in. And uh, home, the Raptors are back for the first time in uh, you know 500 plus days. Yeah, away we go. Let's do it. Plus or plus or minus on this on this one, the number of times people just st- start randomly chanting "Let's go Raptors." I have it at sixty eight. Time in the, in the year? No, no. I'm talking in in, in one game in, in the Wednesday night. <laughs> like Wednesday night. I think uh, so. Let's go Raptors on Wednesday night. I will take. You taking the over or the under? I'll take like okay. So what's the parameters here? Are we talking just from random, when? Random, like you know, it, it's 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 seventeen fifteen in the 
first quarter and all of a sudden, let's go Raptors. I'll take I'll take the under on that. Mostly yeah, because yeah. people are gonna be chanting since four o'clock the day before in <laughs> Like I'll be at work. I finish work at three. I'll be at work. I'll fly home from work and I'll put on my Lowry jersey and just sit plant myself in front of the TV. Yeah, yeah, just just just, just watch it. Yeah. And it's full capacity, isn't it? It is. It is full. Capacity. Oh my god! I, by the way, have you seen some of the prices of these tickets? Oh yeah, let's wow! Like it's a, little, a little too much. I got, into, I, I got into it with, with a guy on Twitter, um, and because uh, someone pointed out that you can actually fly to Miami. <laughs> See, when the Raptors are down in Miami, you could actually go fly two tickets, two Air Canada tickets to Miami, a hotel. And for a night, and two tickets in the lower bowl was I one thousand percent believe that. And if you want to do that, let me know because I'll reach <laughs> as well. We're, we're, we're um, I remember when uh, we were, I think it was twenty eighteen, facing Cleveland in the playoffs. Yeah, and I looked at tickets uh, here, and it was just exponentially more than what I could afford. So, out of curiosity, I went on uh, the Cavs website. Yep. Oh no, sorry, it was like. It wasn't the Cavs website. It was um, come on, think it was like StubHub, but like the American one. Yep. Nope, we lost you there. Oh no, Brandon, we lost Brandon. Anyway, uh, I'll wrap up here the the show on. Uh, see, hopefully he'll come back. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, the tickets are crazy here in Toronto. If you're a Raptor fan, the tickets are. Crazy. Um, I'm gonna just take a Brandon. Are you back? Yeah. There we go. You cut out. You were on. Stub oh, where did where, where did I get cut out? StubHub. Okay. You were, so StubHub, hundred dollars to get in the building, the the arena there in Cleveland. Uh -huh. Um, Quicken Loans Arena, is right? It, yeah, I was like, is it still called Quicken Loans? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. But that plus the drive. From here to Cleveland, it's like seven hours, six hours. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, about that, something like that, and some best Western hotel, like ninety nine dollars a night. Yeah, I'm like, yo, we should go to Cleveland. We should go to Cleveland <laughs> tonight. Why not? Listen, I am already now that they've announced. Uh, shout out to uh, to the U.S. border situation, November eighth. What's what's good? You know, we're gonna be there. Um, my my wife and I are already talking about it. We're already like, listen, we're gonna go to Detroit. We love, well, I love going to Detroit. I love, I love that town. Mm. We're gonna go to Detroit. We're gonna hook up. We're gonna get you know like Friday night Piston tickets, Saturday night Red Wings or what or whatever, vice versa. I'm fine either way. We're gonna see the Red Wings. And we're gonna see the uh, the Pistons because uh, I did one weekend. I saw it was Ohio versus Michigan weekend. Oh oh my god. We didn't get the, we didn't get the, the college football tickets, but but the the NFL and the uh, and the NHL got in on it. So I saw the Red Wings versus the Blue Jackets uh, Friday uh, Saturday night. Yeah, it was a Saturday night in, uh, hockey, and then woke up the next morning and we had tickets to the Lions Browns, and but it was all so everything was like Ohio Michigan Ohio Michigan like all the way. It was yeah. great. Fantastic, and again, didn't didn't completely break my wallet the way if I had tried to do something like a, a Leafs Raptors weekend. You know, even, even living here would have cost me more money. It's crazy. yeah, yeah, for sure. It's for crazy. Sure. Um, yeah. So what's so speaking of crazy things, you know, as we as we wind the show down, the first episode uh, of season two, um, let's let's get into some crazy stuff. What is you what like? What's a crazy prediction you have? What that was that side note. That was one of the best segues <laughs> I've ever heard on the show. Thank you. you but know, yeah, um, that's me. That's that's me. Demar works on his footwork. I work on segues. I just all day long in the summer. That's what's up. You know, no shame in your game. Um, yeah. so one of the craziest things. So I'm gonna keep the Kyrie and Nets train going. Yeah, yeah. So I think. Um, my hot take is that Harden and KD will, they're going to do extremely well, lead the team to uh, a very good record until about maybe Christmas time. And then maybe Kyrie comes back 
and just shits on the chemistry of the team and they <laughs> they go uh the rest of the the rest of the season 500 and end up you know 6 7 in the playoffs wow have, could, could you imagine the brooklyn nets having to play the play in game i would die laughing but oh for God. real though i think um <laughs> my hottest take this year is that the bulls are going to go deeper in the playoffs than the Sixers will. Whoa! Steaming what? hot take. Oh my goodness! I'm sorry. Did I? Did I? Did Did Brandon come leave on that on when we lost Brandon and we got Stephen A. Smith? What is that <laughs> hot take? Let me tell Stay you. Off the weed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. You know what's sad is I think that Stephen A is going to end up being like the host of uh, NBA Countdown, which is just. Yeah, it's going to suck, but you oh, know what? It's okay. Well, I just watched Turner Games during the regular season. It's yeah. Games. Um, yeah. That's, that's the that's hottest a, take you're ever going to hear. That is a good one. You know, and, you know, sub hottest take, like we'll decide, like the, the ghost pepper, you know, a little hint at the flavor on that was is that Kobe White ends up. Uh, playing outplaying Delonzo Ball. Jeez. Oh uh, no, that's not gonna happen. Uh, I like Kobe White a lot, but no, not gonna happen. No. Uh, all right. So I got, I got two. I got two for you. And I'll, uh, one of them is like a is like a hot take, but maybe not quite. You know, there. And one of them is like is out there. My 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 hot take. You know, but I think is it's gonna. John Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies are gonna finish. Uh, they're not going to have to be in the playing tournament. They're going to make the. T- they're going to be a top five team in the West. Oh, right. John Morant is ready. You know, third year guy, third year in the league. Guys take a jump, right? They take a big jump. Mm-hmm. And here, now they got rid of Valanciunas. They picked up Adams. I, Valanciunas to me is a is a better offensive player and maybe even a better overall player. I would agree with that. Exactly what they need him to do, which is yeah. anchor some D. Alter some shots because Jaron Jackson's going to be he, he ain't coming down to down to the paint no more. He's he, he's going to be shooting, chucking threes, and you know, and getting that way. You think so he's going to play a, a full season this year? What's that? You think uh, JJJ is going to play a full season this year? Yes, yes. And then, okay. Uh, yeah, this is slightly dependent on Jaron Jackson Jr. being able to play that full season if he does. Listen, I'm I'm salty. I had him on my injured reserve on my fantasy yeah. team all last year, yeah. and I, I got him back for one game. Yeah, but he's to me he's he's like he's so good, <laughs> like and yeah. that Memphis team looks good. I I'm saying it right now, top five, top five in the West. That's my that's my it's a it's a hot take, but I still think they can get like I don't think they're gonna have to play in the playing tournament. Um, my out there wild out there take, <laughs> and again it's not. I'm saying Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is going to end up. Wait for it. Mm-hmm. As a member of the Sacramento Kings. Oh, hey, listen, that's not too far off. No, that's, but here, here, but here's the joke. They're gonna trade him for Buddy Heald, mm-hmm. Aaron Fox, and some, pens, mm-hmm. some picks. So you're gonna have a situation again where you know there ain't no shooters around Ben Simmons, and he's gonna be right back. In the same as situation, and all we're gonna laugh and we're gonna be like, well, kings are gonna king. Oh you know, my god, Sacramento, Dave, we can't, we can't do that, we can't do that to Tyrese Halliburton. I oh, like that. No, I love, I love, I love Halliburton, I love him. You can't like, leave him alone there with Ben Simmons, man. Yeah, that's true. It's that, that that's a horror movie, right? It, it the shot's not coming from inside the house. <laughs> uh, oh my god. Yeah, but that's my. I mean, I know that that's not like crazy, but like the deal. The only way the deal makes sense is is for Philly is if they kind of come around to the idea like we're just going to stack up on shooters to surround Embiid. So you go yeah. and you take you know. Now I'm not saying De'Aaron Fox is a great shooter, but he's he's improved, you know. And Buddy Hield is you know Buddy buckets, so they, that's who I would be targeting. You know. Yeah, I think De'Aaron Fox is like a solid leader now. Oh yeah, but again, put De'Aaron Fox on that team with. Uh, uh, an interchangeable point guard rotation of him and Tyrese uh, Maxey. Yeah. Some Kentucky guy. Like, that looks – I'm telling you, doesn't that, doesn't that sound like a team that you, you got – Oh, no. Hey, listen, if I was the Sixers, I'd t- I'll take that. 
Oh yeah. yeah. Yes. And that's the thing is, it's a, you're, you're, you're trying to hit a home run and you're trying to get just superstars. And I get it. But you have a superstar. You don't need 100 superstars. You got no, exactly. That's what these guys don't think. But, like, I I get it where people, you know, they see, like, the, the super teams, the, um, the Lakers especially. But let me tell you this. If one of those guys in the Lakers goes <laughs> down, that, that's it. Uh, listen, you know how every team has, like, a theme song, you know, playing? Um, you know, when they cut like an intro song, yeah, when they, they come in. Uh, this year's the Lakers have, have switched over to the Golden Girls thing. Thank you for being, <laughs> thank you for being a friend. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, listen, all Lakers games are going to start at 4 30, um, so they can all make the dinner rush. Uh, <laughs> Yo, which one's which? Who's, um, who's, uh, Oh, listen. B and, uh, you know what? Let's save that game for another. For another. Yeah, game. yeah, we'll yeah. 100% <laughs> play, the, play which Golden Girl is who. Oh, um, God, that's man, amazing. That is... <laughs> but in, in all seriousness, uh, we didn't even talk about the Lakers. Just quickly, uh, I I love the the fact that they're bringing back the 2011 um, All-NBA all team. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah, I you know I'm a fan. I you know when the Rolling Stones go out on tour and you're like, all right, they they don't rock as hard as they used to, you know. But okay, all right, it's the soft food tour. I get you. Um, <laughs> you know, it's it's always nice to see uh, you know Legends of Person sponsored uh, by Medicaid. Any one of those dudes, if any one of those dudes turns an ankle, um, you know, or you know gets jammed up, or you know is given peanut brittle, you know, it's it's not going to go well. No, I, it's very precarious. I'm telling you. I want to know what Frank Vogel's. <laughs> I can just do do bits on the Lakers all day, but I'm just like I really wonder what Frank Vogel's like. Uh, why am I here? Like, like no, I'm gonna teach guys something. I'm gonna coach these guys. But <laughs> these guys are all like, uh, hey, 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 coach, you need to lift after after practice. Like, uh, uh, you know, no problem. I got you. Yeah. Like, uh, and why are we bringing back Dwight Howard again? Like, why is the third time's the charm? Like, I get that you won a championship and he was a backup center and you needed a center or whatever, but, like, come on. How like, do you – How also, how do you get ejected in the preseason? <laughs> you know what that is? That's – that's so there's a little thing that used to happen in, uh, in the NBA and, and uh, guys used to do this all the time. Charles Oakley said it, did it once. So that, to give you an example, guys foul out in the preseason or, get, or take the thing so they can get on the bench. Charles Oakley once got three fouls in eight minutes. Okay. I believe it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not talking about eight minutes like in the middle. No, the first eight minutes, he got three fouls. He turned to uh right who the coach of the Knicks was at the time. He turned to the coach of the Knicks and he goes, Yeah, man, I need to sit down. Do you I'm old. <laughs> like 31. He's like, I'm old. Oh my god. That the rest of the game, he was done. <laughs> oh man. I mean it's like hockey guys, right? And the like Back in the day, the hockey guys used to smoke in between periods, and so you'd know who was not going to be able to play the, the last, you know, eight minutes of the third with <laughs> the guys who were just, you know, Marlboro, uh, Mark Messier, just over here, just, just sucking them back, right? And, <laughs> and uh, it's the best. I can't wait for the NBA season. I'm so excited for all the stuff to come back. Um, yeah, both. And I want to talk basketball. I don't want to talk vaccine. I know that stuff's going to be there, and, you know, it is serious to your point earlier, you know. People yeah. are like people died. This is a very serious thing. You you and I have both went through it. It's yeah. not a pleasant experience. Not um, fun at all. I don't wish that on anyone, but man, I can't wait for the games to start and we can actually just start talking about basketball again. Exactly. Brandon, always a pleasure. Let's do this again real soon. We'll, we'll, yes, we'll sir. Come. Yes, sir. All right. All right. Uh, like I said, uh, go make yourself down to the Mandarin buffet, but you got to be there before four o'clock because that's when the LeBron train rolls in. <laughs> All right, brother. Peace. We'll talk. Well, that is the show for this week. Thank you so much for listening. And a special thanks to Brandon for jumping on and kicking off season two here on the show. If you like this show, please like, share, subscribe, follow us um, wherever you get your podcast. Spotify is a great spot for that. You can also follow me on Instagram at DLevitt, that's D-L-E-A-V-I-T-T, or on Twitter at D-L-T-O. Uh, either one of those, you'll see some of my basketball takes, and uh, you can always converse and send questions and anything like that, because we love to hear from you. 
So that's it for this week. Season uh, two is off and running. Next week, we'll be back in seven days for another episode where we actually get to talk about real live NBA games that matter. We'll talk to you again in seven days.